Building Better Relationships at Home and at Work with Angela and Patty podcast. This is Patty, a leadership and work-life balance coach from Arizona, USA. And this is Angela, love and relationship coach from Sydney, Australia. And we are building better relationships with you. Sharing new perspectives on being heart-centered at home and at work. So you can draw on your inner power to make your relationships and the world a better place to be around. On this podcast episode, we have Janine Shapiro, a personal leadership coach. Janine helps CEOs, established entrepreneurs and business leaders looking to master their leadership skills and align to their purpose while running more effective businesses and living lives they love and enjoy, experiencing the fulfillment they seek. Using her psychic and healing abilities and experience, you are guided to take aligned steps to find where you are and reach where you have always wanted to be. Janine Shapiro started out as a qualified registered nurse, midwife, and psychiatric nurse. Her love of learning and teaching now benefits her clients. Her personal experience with health and back challenges led her to expand her healing practice using integrative holistic healing modalities. It was through this journey that Janine discovered her psychic abilities and passion for helping women like yourself to understand the impact you have on your business and life with your thoughts, words, and feelings. And she transitioned into helping you achieve your next level of success through releasing your underlying fears and limiting beliefs and healing what is keeping you stuck to move forward confidently. Hi, Janine. Welcome. Thank you so much, Patty and Angela, for having me. I so appreciate you, ladies, and your audience. Janine, please tell us and the listeners about you, your journey, and why you became so passionate about mindset alchemy. (laughs) How long have we got, (laughs) Patty? (laughs) We could be here forever. Um, Somebody once said to, I I belong to a personal development organization when say you have three minutes to tell your life story and you go, how do you fit nearly 60 years in three minutes? But it's a very good exercise. (laughs) Basically, the reason I became very passionate about it is because when I was at school, I had a tennis coach turn around to me and say, you have got to be one of the most negative children I have ever met. And sadly, he never took it any further. He didn't explore, but he was a tennis coach and that's what he was working with. And when I look back, I understand what a nightmare I must have been. I grew up in a home with a mom who joy was not her first choice of emotion. She wasn't feeling well and that came through in her life. When I went nursing, I saw many things. I developed a health condition that... uh, did interesting things with my blood sugar and my temper and uh, one of the reasons I left as well (laughs) was I couldn't stay awake and uh, when I did three weeks straight of uh, 12-hour shifts my husband said you know what I got married to see you not to have you spending your nights at a hospital and your day sleeping so that began my journey 
into psychiatry, into midwifery, and into wellness. And when my son came along, uh, conventional medicine just was not helping him. And uh, so we started looking at uh, alternatives to a system. And through that, and I will add, my mom has was always looking at alternatives versus conventional medicine. She believed in both, but she was quite ahead of her time in that she looked at homeopathy and various other modalities to help maintain wellness, not just treat illnesses. With hindsight, I realize now my mom also had intuitive abilities and healing abilities. She just was unaware of them. And this was one of the reasons that uh, she was unaware of taking on other people's energies and was unable to deal with it because it was not a known factor. And over the years, I've delved into mindset, I've delved into various things, sports massage, whatever I was led to do. I just didn't realize at the time that I was being led there. I just knew, let me try this, let's work with this, this would happen. And I had awarenesses. And my children always would always say to me, um, Mommy, I've asked this person to come to see you because people have told them there's nothing else they can do. And I would be able to help them. The challenge was I was, my business was a hobby. It wasn't a business. And people, because things were being given to them for free or at very low uh, cost, they were unable to value my services because I was undervaluing my services. And this is where mindset became a very important thing for me, was learning that the word charge doesn't just mean to exchange energy from a financial capacity. You are also helping people to charge their lives with hope, with joy, with greater emotions as you do. So if you um, offer people something, say $12, that is the charge to their life that you are offering them. And they are unable to place a higher value on it because you haven't placed a higher value on it. And subsequently, when my daughter came along, she had a neck injury from falling out of the motor car because she could walk very early, which was not a great thing because her depth perception was at her age level, even though her walking was further advanced. So she traumatized her neck and that led us on a different journey as well. And when my dad passed away, I had a realization that if something happened to my husband, I would be unable to support our family. Um, and then my online journey began. And that opened up an, an incredibly extensive range of uh, various things. And what I'd been doing unconsciously with helping people to heal and step into wholeness uh, through mindset work, through healing, through energy work, I was then able to make conscious and help people at a much deeper level. And mindset alchemy in itself is about what is the catalyst that helps you to reset your mindset, your heart set, and your gut set by following that beautiful and incredible inner tuition so that you can tap into your intuition, your body, and what the world and life is bringing you to help you move forward help you expand and to grow. So it's been an interesting journey so far. That sounds, yeah, quite extensive how it goes through all stages of your life. So Janine, can you tell us a little bit more? You said your son, conventional medicine 
was not for him. Um, is there anything or story you could share about that experience? Because I know we have lots of parents in the world uh, yes. you know, who go through My, that. <laughs> I Yes, I can share many stories. The primary one was um, as a midwife, I went to the natural birth unit and I literally, because my midwife wasn't there, I uh, stopped my labor. So my son came out and we didn't know this and his neck was out of alignment. His vertebra was out of alignment. Now, for the parents out there, something with when I did antenatal and postnatal classes, I would say to all of my mommies and daddies, please take your children to see a qualified, highly recommended chiropractor to realign the spine because what we discovered was my son became very sensitive to foodstuffs number one because he energetically is very aware and at that time I was unaware of what I was aware of so I was aware of it just unconsciously and he was picking up on it and number two his spine was out of alignment just like my daughters went to so it was very interesting that both my children's spines had interesting challenges and um, he had three courses of uh, antibiotics before six weeks old uh, because they kept him, it's his nose, it's this, it's that. I then subsequently found out they had never treated the boards in my husband's practice correctly and his nasal passages were being burnt by the glue. Now, as adults, sometimes in summer, our eyes would burn. I was unaware of just how badly this child's nose was being burnt because he was born six, just over six weeks prem. So I hadn't finished teaching my classes. and I hadn't, So I took him to the practice with me, being unaware of what the glue of the carpet and the boards were doing to this baby. So the doctors, because his nose was blocked up and he was crying and his spine was out of alignment and his little tummy was clenching and saying, I'm full and the brain was saying you hungry and meanwhile he was definitely not hungry you had that so people colic comes about because of the muscle spasm around this one of the reasons these I'm not making I'm I am not making a medical diagnosis here I'm sharing an experience that I had and that I've seen in other clients the muscle spasmed around so the nerve pathway the passageway energetically couldn't the brain wasn't talking to the gut properly and uh, so it was quite a, an interesting journey that one and so by that time it had stripped his uh, it had done damage to his gut and his intestine so we had an interesting experience as we went on so people if your baby's crying it may not be that he's ill. It may be that Europe's, and this is something I really, really taught my moms, and this is where mindset is so important. Like I said, I can talk for hours. Um, <laughs> the mindset is your child picks up on your emotions until the age of um, from two to three, they separate physically. From three to four, they separate emotionally. Until that time, your baby's unable to distinguish between your emotions and their emotions. And so if you're upset, your baby's going to be upset. So find a way to release your upset so that your baby can release your upset as well. Great. And yeah, I was just going to ask a little bit more about mindset alchemy. So you mentioned, this is really interesting, the combination 
of your journey with your children and both of them having a spine misalignment and then learning how that connection of your own emotions to their emotions is related. So could you just tell us a little bit more about what mindset alchemy is? You said the mindset, the heart set, and the gut set. I did. I did. Remember, we all think, and 90 to 96% of our thoughts belong to other people. Hmm. And they also belong to other people's beliefs. You also pick them up as you're driving along and uh, walking along or in homes that you may have gone into. Now, with Mindset Alchemy, it became part of the personal leadership coaching because Mindset Alchemy for me was based on know intuitively. So what is the catalyst that is required for somebody to tap into their intuition and start having a knowingness rather than that of book learning, past experiences and various things? Where are people able to tune into what is in that moment present? without allowing the past to come forward. So you get to check the set of your mind. Is it your belief? Is it your experience? Is it your emotion? And is it your thought? Because our thoughts, as both you ladies know, trigger that uh, subconscious part of our mind and triggers an emotion, which our body then starts feeling. And mindset, mindset alchemy is to look at the catalyst, which is the thought, which shows which way your mind is set by checking in with your body. You then go and check which way is your heart set? Is it in conflict with your mind? And is it in conflict with what your gut has experienced? Because people following your gut instinct isn't always the best way to do things. Following your gut instinct very often is a way of saying, oh, no, don't do that. Let's use this as an excuse because look what happened last time it happened. Now, if you're crossing the road and you get a gut instinct to say step back on the pavement, I would highly suggest you take that recommendation um, because that's actually your heart as well as your gut talking to you. <laughs> that's your inner tube your intuition saying move your butt and get back on the pavement the bottom line though is when we start knowing intuitively and tuning into our body our intuition and the past experiences and saying well what can I learn from this where is this a catalyst a shadow for me to see where I can shine a light and move forward and what this does is it helps us to choose consciously and when we make a conscious choice to choose what we're thinking we allow a different emotion to come forward from that subconscious, which brings about a different feeling in our body and our life. And then we get to create intentionally. And as we create intentionally, we choose, am I going to create at a higher vibration or am I just going to have a plain old grumpy day? And uh, when we have a plain old grumpy day, guess what happens? Everybody else in our world has a plain old grumpy day. I love that story of you ladies heard that story of the uh, petrol attendant or gas attendant. I don't know what you call that. Oh, in America, you don't have gas attendants or whatever. In the old days, when they had people in the, made the, in the old days, when they manned the petrol pumps, this car chuffs in and it's got all children and luggage and baggage. And the lady said, oh, we're moving into town. Tell me, what are the people like here? And he said, well, madam, how did you find them before? Oh, they were fun and welcoming and so awesome. He said, well, you know what? I'm sure you're going to find the same here. 
and they chugged off and the next car slid in also with lots of kids and luggage and baggage and the man says tell me my good man what are the people in this town like and uh, he said well sir how did you find them in the other town oh they were so clicky and unfriendly and unwelcoming and he said well sir I think you might find the same here and this is how we work if your mindset is set to grumpy, you're going to just get more grumpy. When your mindset is set towards your working through your heart, working through love, working through a much higher vibration, that is what you're going to draw to you. And even when something at a lower vibrational comes forward, like doubt, shame, hopelessness, helplessness, you are able to deal with it in so much more of a different way. Do we have bad days? Of course we have bad days. We're human. <laughs> the difference is we can switch the energy like this. We can switch the feeling like this. And if we can't, we pick up a good old-fashioned piece of paper and journal and a pen, and we go and write on it, and we go and say, I found today was a really interesting point of view. Blah, blah, fish paste. Tear it up, burn it, and then come back and say, you know what? I'm grateful for the sun shining, the rain coming, for electricity. I'm grateful for warm weather. It doesn't matter what you... I'm grateful for the clothes I'm wearing. You know, I'm grateful that I can speak to you beautiful ladies. Whatever. Did I answer your question, Angela? Yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you, Janine. Thank you. Well, going more about mindset alchemy how does it build better relationships oh that's mm. the last step of the mindset alchemy where we get to be effortlessly because when we are being a human being rather than a human doing a human striving a human pushing and we get into alignment with our core values and our purpose Wow, our relationships are so much better. Now, from a personal experience, I was out of alignment with the work I was doing and with what was happening in my home. At that time, I was unaware at a deeper level of my personality and my human design. And when I discovered what a gift to me when I did Gene Keys, personalities, human design, and I discovered I require 80% rest and 20% work, whereas my husband requires 100% anything he can do in life um, and expected me to come along. And because that's what we're taught, you know, you keep up with your partner. I wound up very overwhelmed, under-enthusiastic and sick. And uh, it was able then with understanding who I am, I was able to present myself in life in a very different way, a much more rested way. And I was able to understand that rest was not in my husband's vocabulary and that was okay for him. <laughs> and you then come to an understanding of it and it makes such a difference. And mindset alchemy is about understanding. And this is another point for relationships. People pick up a pen, please, and a piece of paper or your cell phone and type it in. People can hear you with their hearts and their minds and their body before they hear you with their ears. So if you are thinking, oh, what the heck am I doing here? And you say, oh, darling, it's so wonderful to be here. They heard the, oh, how, what the heck am I doing here? Before they heard, oh, darling, I'm here. 
Um, and that is a very important part of mindset alchemy. Working, walking, and, and uh, transmitting in love. You don't have to like the person or the situation. Just get to work in love, which is a higher vibration, which leads to joy, which leads to self-fulfillment. Now, that can be very difficult when your emotions are way down, way below, like worse than six foot underneath in the ground. And it's to work your mindset up, the vibrational scale, what I call the success spiral, because you spiral within yourself to find out what's happening. Find out what is that thought, what was the hook to attract that thought, or what was the hook to generate that thought, because we have conscious thinking and we have unconscious thinking. And what is your body telling you about it? So that's where that gut set comes from. Where are you picking up on other people's bodies with your heart, your mind, and your gut? And how can you set your mind to explore it and be curious about it rather than to go into contraction and constriction mode? Get into a curiosity mode. Okay, where's this person projecting back to me? Where's this person speaking to me? Where am I speaking to myself through this person? And where's life showing me where I can move forward through this person? So that's where mindset comes into relationships. Releasing all blame of self, releasing all blame of others, and look for what can I create through this? Where can I expand through this? And where should I just jolly well or release the situation or the person and go and find another path? Because when you work out of alignment with ourselves, you will get sick, your body will be in pain, and uh, everything is telling us a story. It's the vocabulary of the body which is actually a reflection of the way your mind is set with other people's beliefs other people's expectations and realizations of you and when we can have our own realizations of who we are what we do I'll give you an example um, I was just on a call where we were talking about the energy uh, currently flowing around in 2023 about where your ego and your human are going to step forward and it's where can you get back into your soul and uh, the lady said, and be aware that ego is going to step forward. When I tell you, it wasn't even an hour later. I was on a call with somebody who was 20 minutes late. And instead of working from my soul, <laughs> from my ego, and I said, you do know you're 20 minutes late. And I dislike it when people waste my time. Surprise, surprise, the person got upset. <laughs> I would have got upset too if I was there. <laughs> so anyway. We apologized and uh, we made peace and I went, oh, that's what she's talking about. So you see, even when you work with mindset, heart set and gut set, you get to make mistakes and upset people rather than reset them. <sighs> so Janine, as a psychic and intuitive, please tell us about how you use your abilities to help your clients and their relationships with others? Yeah. Okay. Let's condense that down. Yeah. I teach them from an, to tap into their bodies and into their heart space and work with their intuition to work through love. What is your body saying? Is your body feeling heavy? Is it feeling light? Is it feeling anxious? Is it feeling tense? What were you thinking when this 
was triggered what was the other person saying when your body started feeling like that and even now somebody who's listening I can feel their throat closing up as they go really this is what's happening in my life so I ask them to tap into their bodies and to check in is it my experience and is it somebody else's experience or is it somebody I've never met's experience and that's how I help people work with their intuition with my psychic abilities I help people understand what a better path is for them because we all have myriad paths there's no one set way we take a fact point and we turn it into destiny through understanding that there are different paths it depends on what we're choosing to create where we're choosing to go and what we truly feel we desire because as we start moving along a path as we discover the thread the golden thread through our lives we are able then to follow it and understand which is a better one for us at that point in time because everything happens as it should we can choose which should we are choosing to have very often so we can respond like I did with this young lady in ego or we can respond in love and say is everything okay at home I will also add, this is the third appointment. She skipped the first two appointments and she was late for this one because her child was on her playing with her cell phone and she didn't want to take the cell phone away from the child. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not making excuses. I was wrong. It was just a very good example of working with intuition and working with understanding. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Have answered that. Okay. So, like now with my psychic abilities, with a call that I had after that young lady, this person asked me a question about a work situation. And so we started chatting about a relationship outside of work that was potentially impacting what was happening with their clients at work. And they had never connected the two. So we worked through their intuition and um, I received the message passed it on and said does this resonate where does this resonate because something that people forget is it's a recommendation it's a guidance it's not a set in stone this is going to happen right because it is dependent on what other people do it's dependent on the choices you make and it can be dependent on situations totally variables we never ever experienced so when I'm working with people and using psychic guidance, I say to them, this is a recommendation. Where do you feel it in your body? What do you understand? Where is this coming forward? When you choose this, these are the potential results. When you choose this, these are the potential results. And I heavily recommend you don't choose that one because this is where you're going to fall off the cliff edge. Well, if you choose that one and you fall off the cliff edge, please don't come and haunt me. You know, it's a simple fact of life. I love that. So please tell us a little bit more about leadership coaching and how you help your clients. I would love to hear more about that, Janine. Okay. I'm stating upfront, I'm absolutely unavailable as a business coach. Uh, figures and numbers are wonderful for other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hire an accountant. What I do do is I help clients understand where they are so that as they lead their teams, they can do it more effectively. They get to understand the way they work 
their dynamic and what they are doing unconsciously so they make it conscious so they're more effective in their workplace their businesses and their choices because very often we work from woundings rather than from working from being present and looking at the expansiveness of the situation does that make sense oh yeah okay. I so much agree with that Okay. And where are limiting beliefs, self-saboteur, lack of worthiness, that shame, blame, and hopelessness, helplessness that comes forward? So many people have been told as children, oh, you're stupid, you're dumb, you'll never make it, you're going to be a disaster. And guess what happens? They'll get to a certain point and they find themselves unable to go through it. And what we do is we say, well, let's stop beating our head against the wall of somebody else's point of view. And let's go and explore infinite possibilities and release that wounding. So I do use inner child journeys. I use journeying, which is where we take the person to a space and a place that they can receive understanding. And I will very often also use journaling, meditation, and definite word usage. Because when people can understand there are certain words that put chains around our throat, our hands, and our feet, we can take the key of awareness and open those chains and step forward. So when that thought of, oh, I'm too stupid to do this comes forward, we can say, now that's an interesting point of view that they had about me. I choose to ask what else is possible here, what are different ways I can do this, and what are ways that are beyond what I've ever, ever thought of. And when we become curious, it leads us in a way that we personally can lead ourselves to the next step, which when you're working with teams can help you to work more effectively with the teams because as your energy shifts, you make space for those people to shift. And also people who have superiors above them, not that they're superior, they're just a different level in the structure. As their energy shifts, that person's either going to shift out or they're going to shift around them or beyond them. And it's to understand the energy of the situation and the wording. So when we can say to ourselves, I am dot, 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 and your body goes, really? You can rather say, well, what would it take for me to be like that? Where can I be that way? What would it look like if I did know the answer? That's one of my favorite questions. <laughs> what would it look like? What would it feel like if I did know the answer? Oh, look at that. Suddenly, I, I, it happened to me. I'm busy doing a thinking by design self-study entry-level course. And I really was stuck on the last video. It just wasn't gelling. So when I was walking the other day, I started, well, what would it look like if it was an effective video? What would it sound like? What would be the information? I came home and in 15 minutes, I put it all together and it really came together with things that I wouldn't have put in normally and yet it just flowed in. And this is what I teach people to do. I encourage people to do. I give them the tools to do it with. And then it's up to them because remember, Remember, healing means coming into wholeness. So I help them come into a wholeness in that situation, and then they can expand into wholeness in different situations. Janine, how is intuition different or related to mindset? And some of the examples you gave around um, making decisions in the moment are really 
important, I think, to understand the difference between intuition and mindset? Yes. Intuition is heart-based. It's soul-based. And sometimes it's an answer that can be quite scary. But not scary in a feels bad way. It's scary. And oh my goodness, I would never have thought of that. And it comes forward. And it's it's that small voice inside of us. Sometimes it's not so small. It can also be the voice around us coming to us from music, from uh, a book, from other people, from uh, I've got out of fiction books, I've had beautiful answers. I've heard, go read that book. I've got, but I don't feel like reading that. Go and pick the book up. Okay, so we go and pick the book up and we read it and we listen. And the difference with mindset is we're very much working with other people's beliefs, what we've been trained up as, what we've been programmed with. So when we can reset that programming and work with our mind and our heart and our gut, we have a beautiful whole intuition is that knowingness rather than knowledge mindset and gut set very often come from knowledge whereas that knowingness of oh let me go here I meet this person and they offer me work there or I go to this person and like what happened with my daughter I went to a function and somebody said go and say hello to that lady I said oh, but you know I've never met and I went and spoke to and I've got a solution to my daughter's challenge and it was that you follow the dots that's your intuition and it's very soft it's very gentle whereas when we work with a logical mind we do need logic I love engineers that they make sure the bridges stay up um, when we work with it we can then move forward with ease whereas logic often creates hard for us because we're doing the work rather than following I, I use the analogy of you can put a train on tracks it still requires energy it still requires work it still has to be guided and directed that's your intuition you take it off the tracks and now it's on the earth and you try and move it that's very often our mindset you're pulling this train and doesn't want to move easily so that's what <laughs> the mindset offers the discipline to take the solution offered by the intuition and put it into place it's that balance of divine masculine and feminine energies and for our male listeners and for our female listeners everybody whether you're male or female have masculine feminine energies it's around um receiving the idea planning the idea and taking action on the idea and that's how we blend the masculine and feminine energies so when we're doing the push push drive and pulling the train that's off its tracks that's the wounded masculine when we put it on the tracks that's your divine masculine when the you think to yourself well maybe if i put it on the tracks it will go much more easily that's your divine feminine okay so our world is going through a lot of changes. <laughs> That's a nice noticed. way of putting it. <laughs> what could you share for our listeners who might be concerned about where the world's headed and how they can be a positive influence or perhaps how they can become aware of their personal role in the changes going on in the world? Sure. Okay, I, what came to mind when you were asking that is, remember, we create from chaos. We create from tension. And we do it with 
in tension. And when there's tension and there's chaos, it's because things are no longer working correctly. And we are being asked to step forward and say, what can I create from this? What can I create that is for the highest good of all from this? And when we do that, we open ourselves to expansion. Whereas we go, oh my goodness, look at this. And oh, blah, blah, fish paste. We take ourselves backwards. Does that make sense with you? So what I can offer you is get curious. Release fear and drama. That is coming from ego. That is coming from conditioning. Get into ease and calm and start asking, what else is possible? What can I create that is better and for the highest of good here that will bring ease and joy and flow and glory to life, to myself and those around me? When you are in fear mode, you are going down, 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 down. Let's fall off the cliff and don't come back and haunt your knee. When you are able to say, oh, look, there's a helicopter. I can fly off the cliff. I don't know how to fly a helicopter. Oh, look, there's a pilot who can. The solutions appear and things just seem to fall in place. It's like you find that centerpiece. Oh, my goodness. Have either of you ever seen what a kitten can do to a ball of wool? Yes. Yes. Okay, it's yeah. at the moment we have that ball of wool and when we find the centerpiece that unravels it all, we can knit a beautiful jersey or whatever you want to do with it. Tie up your roses, I don't care, but you're able to undo it. Have you ladies heard of the word shalom? Yes. Many peace. people think it means peace. peace yeah. Yes, it's a great greeting. More importantly, I, I just forget the a deeper definition of it but more importantly it means calm in between chaos so when there's chaos find your central calm your shin is the jawbone it's fighting uh the the lamed is the staff and your mem is the waters of life and I, I might be getting it wrong so for the jewish people out there i just know that when i heard the true meaning of the word shalom i had this vision of standing in the midst of a maelstrom moving forward it's the peace in the eye of the storm and the storm never breaks over you because you've found that inner peace and you are able to draw from the energy of the storm and create more you are literally able to take the energy and light up cities with it. And that shalom. And when people can find that shalom, and I'll give you a very practical example. Somebody, do you ladies know what WhatsApp is? It's an app yes, on yes. your cell phone. I love WhatsApp. I have WhatsApp lists and everything else. I do calls on it. People send me this stuff. So somebody sent me this thing about a disease that apparently is now re-sparking itself. And one of the first symptoms is there's no fever. So I put my hand over my eyes and I went, okay, let's look at how the body actually works. If there's an infection, you will always have a temperature. So this is a bunch of absolute poop. And I messaged the person back and I said, do you know you are spreading fear, doubt and illness just 
by forwarding this. You are creating somebody else to become unwell and ill because they become entangled in that fear energy, the drama energy, and yes, the hooks that are drawing it towards themselves. When we can say, oh, Mr. Hook of Fear, I unhook you and I choose to have shalom and peace, guess what? You release yourself from being entangled in that fear, drama, and pure basic nonsense of it. If you do happen to pick up a, a bug somewhere, actually all bugs are inside of ourselves and it's fear and low vibrational energy that drops our immune system and opens the bugs to become out of balance. So whether you agree with me or disagree with me, that's okay. You, I'm happy for you to do so. The important thing is when there's fear, that's ego, that's control, and it's an interesting point of view. Look at the fear, say, what are you here to teach me? What do I do to move beyond you? And what do I do to stay well? Thank you. Love that. Thank you. And that is personal leadership. When we take control and charge of our thinking, our feeling, and our experiencing, and we help others to do the same by moving forward in our path and leaving space for them in their path beautiful yes janine how can our listeners find you or contact you about your product services podcast events and workshops oh thank you so much for asking patty <laughs> I am on all social, well, most social medias. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as Janine Kathleen with a K. Um, and uh, my website is JanineKathleen.com. And uh, you can email me, set up an appointment, come and listen to what I do. I have a wonderful free group called Conscious Entrepreneurs Creating Awareness for Success because success looks different for everyone. And uh, I love my podcast, Mindset Alchemy, where I have beautiful speakers and I share what our words, our thoughts and our feelings do in our life on certain of the programs. And uh, I would love to hear from everybody. Come and share, comment, disagree, agree. I don't mind. Let's find that beautiful eye in the midst of the storm and be able to create more expansively in life for everyone. And Janine, is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners? Oh, I could, like I said, I can speak for hours. The <laughs> mo <laughs> Those of you who know me know, somebody said to me, no, Janine, I very seldom go on Facebook or Instagram, but every time I go, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> Something I would love to share with you that came forward um, Oh, there's so many things. Which one shall I choose? One that came forward was the an acronym acronym core. And I did a Facebook Live on it the other day. And when you write C-O-R-E, are you core in your life? Because that is what leadership is about. Are you consistent? Are you creative? Are you compassionate? Are you curious? With your own, are you objective? Are you observant? Are you overwhelmed away? And are you taking ownership 
of your life and your energy. The R is, are you being resilient? Are you being reliable? Are you releasing what belongs to other people? And are you replacing it with working up this emotional spiral so that you can get to love, that you can get to release what is <laughs> pure poop and fear and getting in the way of your success? And the E is where and what energy are you working in? Is it a low vibrational doom, gloom, drama and trauma energy? Is it an energy of success? Of It might be an energy of anger. Go and explore it because anger is the flip side of passion, of purpose, of creating. Are you in an energy of um, feeling hopeless? Whose hopelessness is it? Where can you take it and shift it into a knowingness, working with your intuition rather than working with the fear everybody else is putting on you? Interesting. Are you being efficient? Are you being effective? Or are you being so busy you forget that <laughs> going in circles is only going to make you dizzy? Going forward is going to take you towards a, de a destination you choose. Forget to choose the destination, you forget to be core. And if you have no core, you are going to crumple, collapse, and disappear. So let's be core and create absolute awesomeness in our lives. Yes. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that so much, Janine, and being on our podcast today. Thank you for thank you so much for listening. Please share the podcast with others and check out Janine's website, programs, and services at JanineKathleen.com. Thank you for listening to Building Better Relationships with Angela and Patty. Send us a message. And please like or share the podcast or donate with the anchor donate button. We really value your feedback.